welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you've had yourself a great week. I hope you're having a great weekend. We've got a lot to cover today, so I want to get into it, but we're going to be talking about patch notes, an email that I received, a couple ideas, as well as a couple videos that we got throughout this week discussing some of the things revolving around grouping, finding people. Maybe you don't want to find people. Maybe you just want to sail solo. And then a couple ideas and then the MPD. So let's get into it. All right. First up on today's docket, we're going over the patch notes. This is patch 1.0.5 that I believe was on last Wednesday. Let's get into it. New message from beyond. The ferryman was unhappy with the text that had been written describing how to scuttle a ship. So he made them write a better version and then walk the plank. From what I can tell, not much has changed. But I am glad that they are making sure these things are clear for new players as well, too. They also changed the position of the ammo crate on both ships so now that it's easier to interact with and i'm really happy about this change i'm really glad that they did this because it was kind of a pain to make sure you were at the proper angle to interact with the ammo chest as or crate instead of the actual uh, weapons chest to be able to change your weapon so that was a big change i'm really glad to see that happen I'm also looking forward to them moving the bell on the sloop's mast so that it can be nailed to hopefully the bow side of the mast instead of the starboard side because I'm always banging my elbow as I'm climbing up the ladder to get powder kegs and it's it's weird because they're just like, why are you ringing the bell? And I'm like, I'm not trying to ring the bell. I'm just trying to get up to the ladder, but I keep hitting the bell as I try to go up there, so... If they could move that next, that'd be great. Just make that a standard across all the ships. Just change that little bell location, thanks. Play the next song. Players will no longer play the same shanty twice in a row. Guess there's no encores. UI improvements and images in the vanity and clothing chests now load gracefully when browsing. In addition to all UI screens now fade in when opened. Fancy. Players will no longer be stuck with a single weapon slot and players' weapon choice will now also persist across sessions. I've seen this in action. I'm so happy about this. It was one of those little things that always just like, oh, I spawned in. Okay, time to go to the weapons chest and select the right items. And then halfway through the game, something would happen and I would lose the beautiful, like the beautiful ferryman's blunderbuss and I'd be stuck with the the base one. I'm like, man, I, you know, I just, uh, so I'm, anyway, I'm glad that this has changed. I'm glad that we're getting this. Uh, let's see. PC push to talk option will no longer reset to default disabled between sessions. Again, thank you. Quality of life fix on patches. It's so nice to not have to go into the settings and do all this prep work before actually getting to go sail with people. It's nice to just be able to go and just start the game, start grabbing resources and stuff. So there is a rumor that a new shipment of clothing, items, uh, weapons, and ship customizations are on the horizon and heading for Sea of Thieves. If you were saving your coin for a pair of trousers, you might want to keep a weathered eye out for this arriving soon. 
Now, if you haven't checked out the patch notes, I would definitely recommend you do so because they've actually posted a photo of some of the things or that are going to be coming soon with these patches. And something that I didn't mention in one of my past episodes is that these patches are pushing out customizations with the Pirate Legend stuff. We got new items in the game. So I'm glad to see that they are waiting for big content drops to be able to have new customizations introduced into the game but back to the patch notes so at the very bottom a hashtag sea of teas was posted with new items and it's nice because we're looking at some new sails that have a beautiful star kind of a north star look to them they're black they've got a gold star on the main sails and we're getting some spanish conquistador items in game the helmet the breastplate the pantaloons the the um, guns it looks like we're getting some new beautiful stuff and i'm really curious about this because I noticed a couple things with this stuff and I'm wondering looking back at some of the past videos if maybe just maybe when this comes out we also get a content drop because some of the things that I noticed with the map that was used for the content drop that they the roadmap that they talked about had the uh, hungering deep in the cursed sails on that map there was actually images of different things and I talked about this in one of the other podcasts where we had a sea monster and looking back at some of the videos that they posted we saw ship sails with a similar sea monster and I'm wondering maybe just maybe rare is hinting that some of these content drops are going to have rewards giving us sea monster sails and the cursed sails something that was posted for summer has a small ship underneath of cursed sails and it has a star shape that is almost an invert of these sails that we're seeing with these Spanish conquistador sails and I'm really interested to know like are they trying to hint at something that is coming down the line or coming very soon that might give us more information. One person on Twitter actually suggested that the Conquistador, the Cursed Sails, might be pirate hunters in an AI ship. That would be pretty cool. I would love to see an armada of Spanish fleet ships coming out around the uh, around the seas hunting down us pirates as they try to conquer new lands. And maybe that takes us into the Forbidden Shores. Maybe the Forbidden Shores is a new area where we actually have to take on new islands that are inhabited by AI from Spanish armadas. Who knows at this point i'm so confused but excited to see what's going to be coming down the line so those are just a couple of my thoughts we also saw in the video uh that they released that they're they're still using older footage from beta stuff beta beta sales uh they had a couple white and black ones they had the shark teeth ones why aren't these in the game they're still using footage from the betas when they were doing like promotional videos for this but we haven't gotten this stuff in game yet i just i really wish i had a little more clarity on that 
next up on today's docket, I'm going to cover something that I actually found in-game, which is lyrics to the, the, the actual shanty, Becalmed. Now, if you haven't listened to episode 16 of the Sea of Thieves podcast, you should, because they mentioned Becalm is one of the more favorite shanties around the office, and I actually managed back on the 16th to come across my first lore book that has the lyrics to the shanty. Looking forward to uh, some of the musicians, and there's actually a couple musicians who are out there who are actually working on doing the, or playing the shanty with the lyrics. And I want to do a shout out quickly to Freya Catherine. Look for her on YouTube. Look for her on Twitter. Uh, she's at Denham Freya. D-E-N-H-A-M-F-R-E-Y-A. She's over there uh, making shanties and playing them very eloquently, very beautifully, and posting her videos of We Shall Sail Together, as well as Becalmed on YouTube. I love listening to them, and if you don't get to actually listen to the music in-game all the time, this is kind of a nice little thing just to listen to once in a while, so add it to your list. Be sure to follow her as well. Next item on today's docket, number three, I'm just going to talk about a couple of things that I was thinking about the other day, a couple ideas. Uh, I had an idea for the game, and it's something that a lot of people have already talked about, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse with this, but it's something that would allow you to call or dismiss the mermaid, because as it is in-game, there's no good way to hide yourself on land. If pirates are experienced enough, they will know that if a mermaid is out in the water, there's still someone on land. And I ran into this on Saturday when I was sailing into a skull fort. We were the third ship to arrive on the part or to the party, basically, and the ship, the second ship, had attacked the galleon fighting the fort, the first galleon. The galleon, the first galleon disengaged from the fort, and shortly after, or shortly after finishing it, they sunk the second galleon only to lose their ship to us so we actually they beat the second galleon and then we beat them forcing them to have to sail back and this this was after we had survived two kegs to our ship i'm i don't even know how our crew managed to either not die or survive and bail and plug up holes well enough to be able to survive two kegs to a ship because usually that's good enough for a galleon so the uh when they had uh when we survived those two we realized that there were still mermaids in the water around us so we knew that someone was on the fort and that they probably had the key because the key wasn't sitting out in the water after we had sunk the other ship so now while we knew the key was still on the island and not in the water we spent the rest of our time scouring this fort trying to look for it only to have the second galleon attempt to come sink us to no avail and the original galleon who had put in the work to actually clear the fort attempted to sink us another two times succeeding on the second time due to all four of us being on the fort looking for the key we never found this key it was so well hidden so kudos to that crew but you didn't quite make it out because this was all happening over the course of 30 minutes and eventually we had cleared out the one person that was hiding on the mermaid or hiding on the island and the mermaid had disappeared though without the mermaid we would not have been so paranoid about people hiding on the ship around us so we we were not necessarily hiding on the ship we actually found him on the island but we if if not for that mermaid we probably would have let our guard down and we probably wouldn't have been so paranoid and kept a couple people on the ship half the time to make sure that if something happened that that we would know about it pretty quickly so the mermaid was 
was definitely a key factor in letting us survive uh, multiple attacks from multiple galleons trying to get this. And the end of the story is basically we we lost our ship the second time and we were sailing to bring our ship back. And we had two guys survive and stuck on the island and they were actually hiding out on the island waiting for the other crew to come by. And when the other crew came by, uh, they actually managed to get the key wherever it was hidden. Who knows where? I, I swam around the island. I climbed up on things. I tried to parkour my way up to the very top of the fort. That didn't work out so well. We tried shooting ourselves up onto high areas to try and look for it as well, too. Couldn't quite find it, but eventually they came back, figured the coast was clear. They even heard that the, these guys are like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gone. They opened up the fort, <laughs> and as soon as they opened up that door, my crewmates ran in, shot the guys in the fort, took the skull and ran. And this was right about the time that I was actually sailing the ship back to the island. So I dropped anchor, they hopped on, and we sailed around and tried to sink the other ship. Now, we didn't... We didn't sink their ship right away, but we managed to scare them off. And I don't know if these guys just weren't experienced enough or what, because they um, we chased them around trying to get the stronghold chest and other stuff that they had gotten, because we knew that they didn't have a whole lot, but we knew that all of it was still sitting on that fort. So we chased them around, and I think through a mishap of us ramming the their stern with our bow caused more damage to our ship than I, than I would have ever expected, and we ended up sinking ourselves on the in the ocean so at this point we've only got a stronghold skull and we're probably about half a mile away from sanctuary outpost while i'm swimming uh cj or or super pack from player one podcast is swimming behind me i look behind me i've got three sharks chasing us i tell him Take care of the sharks as best you can. Buy me some time. I'm swimming to the shore. And it is a long swim. And I'm holding the skull. And I manage to... Uh, he he takes out two of the sharks. And then eventually dies. I manage to kill the final shark. And then swim all the way back to Sanctuary Outpost. From the middle of the ocean. And turn it into our crew. And we were victorious on that. So... They're bringing back a ship. The other ship is scouring the water looking for the skull. They can't find it. They're circling around the island to see if anyone's on there. There's a mermaid out in the water showing them that, hey, there's a guy on the island. He He's either turned it in or he's waiting for you. They eventually steer clear of Sanctuary Outpost and start sailing north to one of the other forts. And I can't decide if these guys just didn't realize that they were going to the wrong fort because Keelhold is south, guys. You went the wrong one. Sorry, we took everything else. All the little little opulent curios, all the crates of sugar, all the chests, like it was all there. They they only got the stronghold chest out of that whole thing. So that was a great, great fort. And I had a really good time not killing in all the waves of skeletons and doing some ship battle to actually get that. So uh, going back to my idea, the if 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 we could just give players a conch. You know, a nice big seashell that you blow in is like, that's that's my conch sound. Don't hate me. If we could use that to make a, lo a loud sound, something very similar to the waves of skeletons on a skeleton fort, it would let people know two things. One, someone has either summoned or dismissed a mermaid nearby and that someone is actually there. Now, this could be used to allow a new type of gameplay 
where sneaky pirates could hide their presence on an island to set up a trap for unsuspecting ships on an outpost. Because right now, if you scuttle your ship, your ship disappears, but the mermaid sticks around. And that's still too much of an indicator for people that are trying to lure in other ships that might not reel. And that's something that I think would really kind of expand some of the gameplay style for the game. It would be another way to play. It would be another way to experience the game by knowing that even if you're sailing up onto an outpost, you don't know if there's a full galleon crew just waiting to get your loot by hiding out on the island because you don't see their, you don't see the mermaid. Now, you don't necessarily have to give someone an island because or a, a conch because it's another thing they have to, to manage. Maybe you could just instance the mermaids so that each crew has their own mermaid and it's instanced to them. They can only see it. Other crews can't see it. So I don't know if that's a fix. I don't know if that's something that's possible with the engine, but I think that would be a great way to give a little more control to players who are sneaky, who are good pirates. You don't have to, you don't have to sail up to another ship and climb there and grab their chest off of their no don't just let us be able to hide on islands and sneaky places and dark shadowy areas and we can go and kill other pirates and then take their stuff because they didn't know we were actually on the island in the first place Next up on today's docket, I actually got an email from one of you landlubbers or sailors, probably sailors, you guys all sailors in my mind, pirates at heart. The email is, love the podcast, love this game. I'm having trouble getting my friends to play this game. I do have one mate I regularly sail with, but we are handicapped to a sloop. We've tried getting to random crews, but usually they are uncoordinated. Though me personally, I have a good... I have had some good luck boarding on random galleon crews and making some friends. That is from Todd Mangy Jackal. Todd, thank you very much. Thank you for the email, Jackal. If you'd like to email me like Todd, feel free to reach me at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. Now, I understand where you're coming from, Jackal, and I've had the same trouble. When I first started playing the game, I didn't have many friends on Xbox since most of my social circles are around Nintendo and Blizzard games. I would recommend doing what I did and join up on some Discord servers. Now, if you're not familiar with Discord, imagine having Xbox clubs and party chat all in one universal service. It's it's a voice text chat server that is it's all free discord has multiple servers and that are free to join and set up so you can even set up your own and start inviting friends over to it as well too uh, i have my own of course where people are welcome to join and use as a way to discuss sea of thieves and start groups while mine isn't that large it's a low pressure place to hang out if you're looking for people to play with i recommend joining the official sea of thieves discord server they have a lot of people there that are willing to work on the same alliances that you are so whether you're focusing on gold hoarders merchant alliance or order of the souls there are different groups of people that are focusing on those right now that are willing to join you and there's voice chat rooms in there as well too and looking for group as well as a community plug channel area that that actually get people uh their approved plugs from the mods letting you know that they have uh discord servers or community sites as well 
to have smaller groups of people so you're not necessarily in this huge pool of people that are all talking. I usually mute these servers to make sure that I'm not getting a lot of spam on my phone, but it is still a really good way to find different people uh, while, while looking to, to play on bigger ships. So this leads me into the next two things I want to talk about. We've got two videos this week regarding looking for groups and sailing alone. The first being the official Sea of Thieves Finding Crewmates video, which has John McFarlane letting us know about the Xbox Club and how to set up a group invitation for parties. It also has a feed that helps console players get information about what's going on in the game with maintenance windows, with patch notes, as well as upcoming content. <clears throat> Though I will always try to keep you up to date on what's going on. That leads us to our next item on the docket. The next video we got was a short inside story called Number 27 Solo Play. And we get to see Joe Neat introduce us to their senior designers, Andy and Shelly Preston, to quickly talk about why we have solo sloop play in the game. They talk about having as many avenues to becoming pirate legend as possible, so you aren't hindered by always having to join up with people to play the game, especially if you aren't a very social person. There's also a challenge to being on a solo sloop. You're always having to consider who's around you when you make landfall, as well as how long you should leave your ship alone. It's a good way to get familiar with how, how to sail a ship and understand the mechanics. Now, talking with these guys from Rapture Replay, who I usually watch on Saturday mornings is kind of waking up over on Mixer, they mentioned that not everything in the game is properly explained when you start. Now, there is a tutorial, and I've definitely witnessed this with other players and have tried to help them learn the ropes pun intended. The the tutorial, from what I hear, though, I, I've never experienced it, but it doesn't always necessarily give you all the information that you need to understand how to play. But getting back to the video, they say that the sloop is a good way for solo players to meet another person and make companions there as you work on getting enough people to captain a galleon. I know at the moment all the ways outside of matchmaking to get a crew together are outside of the game, so I, I want to let you know that I'm always championing the idea of public and private crew member slots and I want to sail with listeners when possible so I do stream Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays later in the evening and we'll take on anyone to crew with especially if there's someone from my community. I want to make sure that there's a positive fun environment for people to play since there's so much unknown about when you about who and, and when you start using the matchmaking system in game. So that's going to do it as far as most of the news some feedback, uh, the outro that I have from the email that was sent thanks to Todd Jackal, uh, that outro is actually something I did in GarageBand. So I'm glad that you liked it, hopefully. Uh, unfortunately, there's not really much more than just that little bit. And going into last episode, I talked about a couple things that I wanted to see back in the game. And one of those was about assigning value to things that you turn in. While this isn't coming from the official Sea of Thieves website, <clears throat> I will happily plug Scaramooch for putting in the time to write up an article, which will be in the show notes, by the way, listing all of the current value in for or values for in-game items for each faction based on whether or not they're on a voyage or not on a voyage, because some 
depend on whether or not you actually have a voyage. So they have also said, and I've, they were nice enough to, to let me know that they will be keeping this up to date as time goes on. So thanks for that. I really appreciate it. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about the MPD report, which if you follow other news sites for gaming, you're probably aware that the MPD report comes out each month and lets you know what was the biggest seller, physical copies, as far as I know, for different games. And I'm happy to report that, surprisingly, Sea of Thieves came out second, Far Cry being the first, uh, the first number one spot. So, yay, I'm glad, I'm really happy that Sea of Thieves brought in second. It was a surprise to a lot of people based around the criticisms. I'm glad to see that people aren't swayed by criticisms of the game to not buy it. It's especially since a lot of this is based on actual sales, not what was done through Game Pass. So great job to Rare on making a great game. I can't wait to see what's to come. That being said, expect new content in May, hopefully sooner rather than later. All right, pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of Keelhauled. I appreciate you sticking with me through it. If you want to get a hold of me, there's multiple ways to do it. You can always reach me at my email, C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. If you want to watch me and sail with me, I do stream over on twitch.tv forward slash C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, typically around 6 p.m. Pacific standard time now if you want to continue the conversation feel free to do so over at my discord at keelhauled i'll have the link in the show notes click that link open up the app and feel free to start chatting it's a good place to come hang out thanks again for listening pirates and this is going to be it so i look forward to sailing with you on the seas